Howdy! On today's episode of the Better Living for Texans podcast, we're switching it up a bit to talk about something that's really important to us here at BLT, especially when we're out in our communities working with our participants. We'll be joined by Jade Edgar, who is our BLT agent in Johnson and Ellis County, to answer this question. How can we speak to others with empathy? Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm Emily Nelson, and today we're talking about empathy. Now, you may wonder where empathy fits into physical activity or nutrition or gardening, but I promise you it does. Oftentimes, people, regardless of what socioeconomic bracket they fit in, when learning a new skill or trying to make a lifestyle change in their diet or their exercise routine, a little bit of empathy can go a long way. So here to talk more about the importance of empathy in our work here at Better Living for Texans is Jade Edgar. All right, now on the podcast, we have Jade Edgar, and Jade is a BLT agent for our program. Jade, thank you for so much for coming on, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So as Emily said, my name is Jade Egger, and I am the Better Living for Texans or BLT Extension a- agent, and I cover Ellis and Johnson County. And I've awesome. been with AgriLife for about four years now. Awesome. That's great. And to, um, where again are uh, the the two counties that you serve? The Rebel or the Metroplex, right? Yes. Yeah, so Ellis County is, is closer to Dallas County. Um, and then Johnson is about probably about 30 minutes away from uh, from Ellis. Gotcha. Awesome. It's more rural. Perfect. Cool. So she's covering two counties. And so who exactly does BLT serve? Who are like, when people come to your programs, what is the kind of um, the, the, I guess you could say a demographic of, of who we, we serve and we reach out to through our SNAP education? Right. So we work with adults and children who are either SNAP participants or uh, SNAP eligible. Gotcha. And what do you, if off the top of your head, um, what makes a person SNAP eligible? Do you know? So um, I believe, and I could be wrong, but they base it off of income. Okay. And the family size. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So on this episode, we're talking about empathy. So now that we have like an idea of who, you know, that we're reaching out to in our classrooms and whether that may be a community center, a library, a school, or wherever we teach BLT programming, we're talking about empathy. So you, Jade, how do you define empathy? So the textbook definition is the ability <laughs> to understand and share the feelings of another. I always say having the ability to walk in someone else's shoes. That's how I describe empathy. Um, I know every job interview or every interview that I've, uh, every job that I've interviewed for, I should say, they always ask, you know, the basic questions, what is your biggest strength? And I always say um, empathy, because I just believe that that is a leadership skill that everyone should possess. So whether you're the president of the United States or a BLT (laughs) agent in small Ellis County, I just think that having empathy, uh, it helps guide our understanding and it cultivates us um, to be a better communicator. And what I mean by that is um, when we do that, we realize and we acknowledge the differences that are out there, but we allow this again to guide us when we're communicating with others. I like that. Empathy from the top to the bottom. And it makes Mm -hmm. just the world a better place, honestly. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. 
<laughs> so why would you say that empathy is important during our outreach uh, in our communities? So obviously in your two counties, but as we you know, outreach the entire state, why is empathy so important? So it's important because for one, again, it helps us understand how others are feeling so we can respond appropriately to that situation. And for me, for uh, I cover again, Ellis and Junction County. These mm-hmm. were two counties that I had no knowledge about. So I'm going in there pretty much blind. Um, <laughs> but again, it's, it's, it's important because once I um, put myself in that situation, um, well, for example, I'm, I'm by no means considered upper class, but I've never been on uh, government assistance or been eligible for government assistance. So mm-hmm. I honestly mm-hmm. don't know what that feels like. But I know a lot of my clients are or all of my clients are in that situation and I know how they feel about it. And so I take that in consideration when I'm going out and doing my programs uh, in Ellis and Johnson County. So, again, um, it may not be something that I've been affected by personally, but when I see someone that I'm, you know, uh, interacting with, I know how to uh, how to not put or how to go about what, what I'm saying or what I'm talking about in my program. I, I kind of I can't think of the words that I'm, I'm I, I went blank. Um, no, it's okay. I totally uh, get what you're saying, though. Yeah. I'm just like, again, I think that goes back to the walking in their shoes, that notion right. of, I can't, I've never been here, but I'm going to do my best be, right. to be there for you in that situation. Right. And a, an example of that, and I know I went blank, but um, so okay. when we, when we, it's one of the um, uh, first start for a healthier you, for example. In mm-hmm. one of the sessions, um, I always talk about name brands versus generic brand. So again, um, that's something that I never, uh, by grace, I haven't had to worry about, but I know Mm -hmm. I talk about it a lot in one of those sessions because I want them to know that it's okay to get, you know, generic brand. They're just as good as as name brands if that's something that you can't afford. So just little things like that, knowing, you know, my audience and um, Mm -hmm. being able to relate those small things to them so they can go back and, and hopefully, you know, help them out. Yeah, I like that too. And I think also in that position and by doing that, um, and when it comes to the name brands, that we're helping also kind of break down that stigma of mm-hmm. there's nothing like, I mean, if you look at literally, and we talk about, you know, nutrition labels and, you know, looking at the, get the facts and like looking mm-hmm. at exactly what's in, in that can or whatever it may be or whatever, you know, pasta. And it's like more often than not, all the ingredients are like the exact same. Pretty much it's the same. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> the color of the box or the can or whatever it may be. The, exactly. you know, the graphic on that label is just different. And right. there's nothing wrong with it. And that regardless of whatever, you know, socioeconomic bracket you fall into, that if you're going to save a little bit by getting this like generic corn or whatever, that's mm-hmm. okay too. No one knows when it's like tossed into co- cowboy salad. Exactly. No one knows the difference. So. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's what I try to talk about. Um, and for me, it, in, in hindsight, it wasn't even about getting name brand or versus generic brand. It's what my eyes gravitated to in the, in mm-hmm. the grocery store and what I've learned, you know, of course, they're going to put the more um, expensive, um, 
items in eyesight. So for me, right. it was just that. And so I had to learn, you know, to look around for other uh, brands that may be generic, but just like you said, just as good, same ingredients. So those are things that I've um, learned as um, as a shopper, especially since I've been in this BLT uh, position, but able to go out and, and talk to my audience about that as well. Awesome. I like that. I like that a lot. So I know that we just talked about, for example, that Fresh Start um, and in that course and about talking about generic versus brand name foods, mm-hmm. but do you have another like example or a story where, you know, kind of showing empathy has really kind of positively affected that BLT participant? Right. Um, so I think the first thing that comes to mind, so my favorite <laughs> audience are kids because they are so funny and they're so truthful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I taught a learn, grow, eat, grow program in Johnson County. And um, during each session, I, I get a vegetable and we do the five senses. So, you know, the touch, sight, hear, and smell and taste. And so I held up a cauliflower and one of the kids, I, well, I asked the kids, you know, what is this? And one of the kids said a cauliflower. And then another kid said, no, it's not. It can't be cauliflower. It's purple. And the kids just all started laughing at him. He was like, it is cauliflower. And in that moment, I just locked eyes with him and I saw myself in him because I know that I've been on that end where, you know, I just knew I was right. And then everybody is laughing at me. So what I chose to do in that moment is uh, talk about how, excuse me, I didn't know about cauliflower until I was an adult. I said, you guys are way ahead of me. I didn't know, you know, how it looked. I didn't know that they even came in purple until I was older. And then so after the class, he walked up to me or excuse me, I walked up to him just to see if he was okay. And he said, Miss J, I'm going to tell my mom I had purple cauliflower today. And I was like, you know what? Things like that you can't put in a post survey to show your, you know, management that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. But things like that lets me know that I'm doing what I need to be doing. So I just think that it, even though it was small, I think showing that empathy for that kid, and he might not even recognize it in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I just think showing that empathy, re- uh, recognizing the room and zoning in on that kid, trying to take that pressure off of him and put it on myself, um, just showing that empathy, it, it worked in that situation. I love that story. And, and you're <laughs> totally right, though, um, because especially within BLT, that's how we measure our success, quote, success, is through surveys and through that kind of, you know, quantitative data. But there's little moments, those little moments of empathy and those little moments of, I think, humanity that mm-hmm. really go a long way that kind of illustrate the, the purpose of what we're doing much more than any, you know, quantifiable data can. Exactly. I love that. Well, Jade, thank you so much. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? This has been a delightful conversation. (laughs) No, but thank you so much for having me. And I think that um, empathy is just something that we all possess. It's just that we have to be able to uh, recognize it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Jade. Thank you. Well, that about wraps it up for today. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like and subscribe and follow us on social media on facebook.com backslash better living for Texans or on Instagram and Twitter at better Texans. You can check us out online at blt.tamu.edu and we'll see you next week.
The USDA is an equal opportunity provider and employer. This material was funded by the USDA's Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP.